Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 32, all about moon magic. So this beautiful month of October, my favorite month, I've been talking about all things magic, all my favorite things. I began with dark magic, shadow work, which actually gets a really bad rep, but I highly recommend you go check that episode out. And also love magic, and I know we all into that. And then of course, money magic, because who doesn't need a little bit more money, right? So today I'm going to be talking about moon magic because I am a selenophile, so why not? And this is something that we should all be really in tune and in sync with because as women, if you have a womb, even men, you know, men have an energetic womb because we've all come from a womb. So being in tune with the moon is very powerful. Understanding how the planets work is very important. And with that being said, I want to say that it's about working with the moon, with the planetary alignments, not thinking that, oh, it's working against me because it's retrograde. Um, it's really, if anything, based on where your natal chart is and stuff, it's an opportunity to grow and to learn about yourself. So if you want to get your natal chart done or anything of that sort, then definitely DM me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or send me an email at trueunfoldment at gmail.com and I can hook you up with my astrologer and she is amazing. I absolutely love her work. Always on point. And one thing that I really like about her is she will actually do a forecast of the next three, three or six months of like my good and off days and they have been really spot on. So yeah, in addition to everything I know and learn about and, you know, it, it just really helps me to make certain decisions. Um, but yeah, so astrology is important and I love my best friend Monica who introduced me to it when we were like 18, 19 years old and boy have I learned a lot in the last decade all about astrology, all about myself and I think it was about 24, 25 when I started to become more in sync with the moon goddess and um, just noticing how it affects me individually and starting to do spells around it. So when, you know, conducting spells based on the moon, sometimes you might have to be patient and wait um, to ensure that it's the proper moon phase so you get the results you seek, but... I'm going to dive into all that and then some that you need to know today. So get your notebooks ready because you will definitely want to re-listen or just jot down notes. So I will be going over phases of the moon, days of the week for certain kinds of spells and rituals, and then candle color coordination. So we have the new moon, which is also called a crescent moon. And this is when you see a sliver of light in the sky. And this is all about new beginnings, endeavors, opportunities, relationships. It's about making positive choices. And basically, you are planting the seeds for what you want to bring into fruition, what you want to harvest. 
Then you have the waxing phase, which is when the moon appears to be growing in size from new to full as though it's like gaining strength. And that makes sense because this is when you want to focus on increasing things for yourself, your bank account, your health, your knowledge, your relationships. So this is a great time to increase communication, business or pleasure, um, a wonderful time to fall pregnant, dealing with legal matters if you want financial gain. And this is actually the best time to get an energy healing session as well. Next is the full moon, which is the moon's most powerful phase when she fully illuminates the sky. And a lot of people say that it's a time to let go and release, but it's actually the best time for any kind of spell. And this is a time of fulfillment and perfecting ideas, really getting your shit together, celebrating, renewing commitments to people or projects. And then we have the waning moon, which is when the moon's decreasing in size. And this is when it's going from full to dark. So the waning moon is a time of decrease. This is when you want to do releasing work, letting go, completion. So this is the, this is the time to begin dieting, breaking bad habits, breaking off relationships, and dealing with legal matters. And then you have the dark moon. So the two or three days when the moon is not visible in the sky at all is the dark moon. Um, a lot of people say that the dark moon and new moon are the same phase, but for our purposes, um, I'm going to separate the two. And on like the average calendar, the dark moon is usually indicated by like a black spot on your calendar but then the dark moon occurs on the day that it is marked as well as like the day before and the one day after it as well. I hope that makes sense. Um, but this is really a good time for just letting go of things in your life that you don't want. Like if you're, if there's something you're contemplating on, um, what you should have like already accomplished, what you want to accomplish in the future. So this is the time to find the time for yourself or, you know, if you're so inclined, like, seclude time to do an analysis. Another aspect of moon magic is the day of the week to conduct a spell. So each day actually has a ruling planet, which depicts what kind of spell work is best during that day. So this has an impact on the ceremony. However, you don't have to wait months for everything to be totally aligned if you're you always do spells with high energy but if your motivation everything is in sync and it feels right always go with your feeling then by all means go for it right and the day you perform your spell it'll be perfect for you so let's start with sunday sunday the ruling planet is the sun. So this is a great time to do spell work for healing the mind, the body, the soul, making decisions, getting insights to, you know, solving a problem, asking for a divine intervention or miracles, and even special friendships to come into your life. Monday, ruling planet is the moon. So a great time to have rituals and spell work for 
psychic messages, divine messages to come through, creative ideas to flow, and even for your own healing. Tuesday is all about Mars. So protection, building strength of your mind and body, confidence, and even sexual encounters. Wednesday, Mercury, career, job issues, intellectual pursuits, great time to do some travel planning, and also research. Thursday, Jupiter, finances, legal matters, and also spirituality development. Friday, Venus, romantic attraction, all types of relationships, reconciliation, physical makeovers, and even beautifying your environment. Saturday, Saturn, so fixing home-related issues, kind of brainstorming on future projects, um, any commitments to personal goals like weight loss, releasing bad habits, and endings of any kind, so relationships or letting go of addictions, things of that nature. So now let's integrate candle magic with the moon magic. Candles bring light into our lives. They chase away the darkness and allow new projects, thoughts, and relationships to emerge. So lighting candles before a moon magic spell can actually create very powerful energy. And candles actually represent three levels in which we exist. The wax is our physical body, the wick is our mind, and the flame is our soul, our spirit. So even though candles come in a ton of colors, shapes, sizes, scented, unscented, for our purposes, I'm just going to go over color. Color is what's most important. So color is a significant part of what candle burning is all about because different colors represent different vibrations. So as the candle is burning, the vibration of that color is released. So I'm not going to get into the story told by a candle, by how it burns, but I want to focus more so on color. So you can burn candles based on the days of the week. So Sunday, gold, Monday, silver or gray, Tuesday, red, Wednesday, yellow, Thursday, bright blue, Friday, green, Saturday, purple. Or you can do it by the elements. Spring, water, water element, so green. Summer, fire element, red. Autumn, air element, yellow. Winter, earth element, blue. And then color, um, more so in regards to the color, interpretation white candles can be used for anything and everything but i really prefer to use a candle that's not too inexpensive because what happens is anytime you light a white candle you want to pay attention to the smoke and when it starts to smoke <clears throat> negative energy is being cleansed from that area but if the mo if the smoke subsides then that means that the energy in the area was cleared However, when it's like a cheaper candle, then those can smoke too readily and it can actually get confusing on like what it's trying to tell you. So I wouldn't go like super expensive top of the line candles, but buy something that's moderately priced, right? And of course, when you're working with candles, please do not leave them unattended 
always pay attention to them. I make candles myself for certain things and I always include a prayer but my candles are also seven day and I've bought seven day candles in the past where my glass would just shatter because those glasses, these candles are mass produced and the glass is so fucking thin. So I actually order a heavy duty glass and unless until it's the work itself, the candle will not, will not, absolutely will not shatter or break. Um... Okay, so let's get into colors, right? White is for purity, power, newness, um, healing, peace, psychic skills. And white is really going to intensify the effect of any other candle that it's used with as well. Black is for the removal of negative energy. So it's not a color of evil or negativity. It's to release and banish. Blue is for peace, tranquility, great for protection, um, astral projection, and fidelity. Brown is protection for the household. So this is great for stability and telepathy as well. Silver is a neutralizer of negative energies or forces. Green is for prosperity, money, success, and it also counteracts jealousy it's also really good for ambitiousness. Orange is extra energy that's needed for any kind of work. So it promotes more order and control over self. Pink is great for love, friendships, romance, um, affection, giving. Red is for fertility, physical strength, sexual passion, and courage. Purple is for intuition, psychic pursuits, power, independence, and wisdom. And then yellow is all about well-being, self-esteem, attraction, glamour, action, things of that sort. Another cool thing to add to your environment when doing moon magic is incense and fragrances. So whether that's using incense, burning potpourri or oils, um... I like to set the mood because essential oils do hold a vibration. So for example, citrusy fragrances promote energy and then lilac, lavender can really calm us. Um, some people have an aversion to it, which is fine, but generally speaking for health, some really good scents are bay, carnation, cedar, eucalyptus, juniper, lavender, lemon balm, myrrh, pine, sage, sandalwood, and thyme. For love, apple, musk, rose, basil, cinnamon, chamomile, dragon's blood, jasmine, um, lemongrass, patchouli, peppermint, rose geranium. For career or job spells, vanilla, allspice, clove, nutmeg, pine, wisteria, heliotrope, spruce, sage, mint, honeysuckle, cedar, bayberry. For women's issues, like anything to do with pregnancy, PCOS, infertility, anything of that nature, musk, orange, um, myrrh, pine, and rose are great. For men's issues, musk, cedar, and jasmine. 
And then for spirituality, frankincense is a major go-to sweet, sweet grass. Jasmine, gardenia, pine, sage, violet, sandalwood, and rose are great. And of course, to your moon magic spell casting rituals, feel free to add in crystals, flowers, herbs, and I'm not going to be getting into casting formations, but directions are important. And in October's Goddess Circle with a shell, even if you catch a replay of this like months out, you can definitely reach out to me and the Goddess Circle recordings will be sent to you. It's $44. And in this goddess circle, I actually shared how to sync up your moon cycle, your period with the moon. And also I went into prayers, the directional prayers. But if you're interested in that calls to you, then definitely DM me at true underscore unfoldment or email me at trueunfoldment at gmail.com. So the north corresponds to the element of earth. So you want to face north for health issues, healing the body, spirituality, increasing or developing your intuition, any kind of divination, um, anything you're trying to transcend in the physical to try to communicate with someone telepathically, um, or even asking for guidance from whatever your higher power is. So this is the most powerful direction to work with. The south corresponds to the element of fire. So facing south is for love issues, relationships of any kind, um, creative and artistic pursuits, and anything of romantic or emotional nature. Then the East corresponds to the element of air. So you want to face East for career issues, strength, clarity, new business opportunities, financial matters, any endeavors that, are, that require extra energy, um, healing of the mind, new beginnings, and then the West is the element of water. So letting go, moving on, increasing your self-esteem, forgiving yourself, forgiving someone else too, cleansing, unconditional love. So if you are ever in doubt of which direction to face, face North because it is the foundation of all things. And if the compass that you're using doesn't point you in view of the moon, it's okay because the energy of the moon enters from all around you even if your back is towards her. And on that note, don't think that you have to do moon magic outside. You don't absolutely have to. You can be inside as well. Um, you know, the, the energy of the moon, her energy vibrates and permeates through rooftops, mountains, clouds, rain, snow, and, you know, even the apartment above you. So... Don't even worry about that aspect. And now, since we are in Mercury Retrograde till November 3rd, I thought it would be ideal to leave you with a communication spell. So you will need a pen, bowl, bay leaves, whole bay leaves, and something to grind it up with, depending on how crumbly your bay leaves are. So bay leaves, you can purchase them at any grocery store. Usually they have it in the Hispanic section. And they're like in plastic bags. You will need four candles. A blue candle for the east side. Brown candle for the north side. Silver or gray candle for the west side. And a white candle on the south side. And you will be facing the south. And then this is best during the waxing phase of the moon. Because you're trying to increase 
um, communication, right? And then this can actually be done any day of the week. And then some extra things, you don't absolutely have to have it, are crystals. So sapphire, green tourmaline, beryl, um, a great incense would be wisteria. Play some nice classical music. So before the, the spell, you want to take a shower, be clean. You want to make sure you have no distractions. Turn your phone off or have it in do not disturb. Keep the lights dim. You want to make sure you have all your items near you. Light your incense if you're going to use it. Draw your formation. Call in your protection. Ask your higher power you know, to allow the information to flow through you. And then you are going to read an affirmation before you begin your spell. Within this place where I am today, I now look for answers. I feel the wisdom of my guides and my higher power. I feel the source from which all life comes. I am struggling with an issue that better communication may help to resolve. Send me thoughts, send me words, send me strength to do what is best for everyone concerned. I will make all efforts to tell whoever you're trying to communicate with, that person's name, about my concern, which is, and then you state whatever the issue is. I will have the presence of mind to confront him or her when the mood is calm and no distractions engulf us. I will express my feelings calmly without using words that sound judgmental or critical. I will not be hurtful or put guilt on person's name. I want to improve the situation, not fill it with more pain. With this moon's reflection here today, help me say what is needed to be said. If person's name chooses not to answer or work with me, I then must make a choice. I will have done everything I can to resolve this situation. But now it requires both of us to work together to triumph. I feel true insight surrounding me. I greet you. Show me new pathways. Bring me clarity. Help me overcome any weakness to speak my mind. I will take the initiative to start communicating. If it does not bring resolution, then perhaps it's not meant to be. Send forth the answers by the next cycle of the moon. Fill me with new ideas and guidance. And so it is. And then you want to take your bay leaf, write that person's name on the leaf the best that you can. If the leaf falls apart, start again with a new leaf and just use the first initial. But you have to be really gentle when you write on the bay leaf. And then you want to crush the bay leaf into the bowl with your hands or the mortar and pestle if you decide to use that, and then recite the following. May the winds and airs send my plea. Feel my thought coming to thee. Travel with the speed of light. Hear it, sense it, hear tonight. Then you take your crushed bay leaf and blow it out of your hand into the air if you're outside. If you're inside, after your spell is through, you go outside for a moment to open the door or window and blow it. And then you just want to conclude with any statement that signifies closure of your ceremony. And it can be ashe and so it is, amen, blessed to be. Extinguish your candles and release your formation. So that is that. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at true underscore unfoldment 
or email me at trueunfoldment at gmail.com for your own spell work, guidance on certain situations. Definitely reach out to me. I would love to be of service. And with that, happy casting. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.